0: Welcome to True Wisdom. This is a podcast about the Word of God, leading us closer to God. Welcome, Andrew. Welcome, Robert. And we welcome all you who are listening, first time or longtime listeners. We welcome you all. Um, Andrew, what is the duty of man?
1: Fear God and keep his commandments. That's the whole duty of me.
0: I think we've covered that question before, though, haven't we?
1: Or we, was it in a devotion? It of came of up as part of an answer. It yes. came up as part of an answer, but it wasn't directly tied to the question. It, it was part of a devotion okay. as well.
0: Okay. Duty, fear God and keep his commandments. Is that easy mm-hmm. to do?
1: Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Okay. God gives us the power to do it, so it's easy. Um, We have to make a choice to accept that power and surrender to it, so it's hard.
0: But but isn't, and I'm not trying to make this question into the devotion, but isn't it Mm -hmm. turning over to God everything we're trying to do that makes it easy, and that's the hard
1: part? Um, Yeah, well, see, it's it's the decision point. What A lot of times we, in Christianity, we emphasize what we do as being the thing, and that's not true. It's the choice to do. When we commit to doing, God empowers us, right? That's what we see in Daniel 1, where it says Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. Once Daniel made that commitment, God made a way repeatedly for him to be able to act on his commitment. our strength comes from God inherent in the choice that God gives us. Freedom of choice is what free moral agency is, what God gives us. And when we exercise that choice, God is the one that empowers us. Got it. Got it. It's the decision to choose that's where we struggle. That's that's what temptation is about. right? It's the choice. Do I make that choice? The, The rich young ruler. I hear what Jesus said. I want the thing Jesus mentioned because I can't asked ask him for it, but I can't make that decision because I'm torn with the other decision. Got it. All right. And what is our theme verse? Theme verse, Proverbs 9, 9, and 10. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 9, 9, and 10.
0: Right, excellent. So why don't uh, I pray, and then we'll go into the devotion. Okay. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to not only discuss your word, but to share it with others. We pray that what we discuss, and what how the discussion goes, that you lead it and help someone to be blessed by it. Amen. Amen. What are we covering today?
1: Today we're going to look at stories that are tied to stories everyone knows. Um people know about these stories, but they're not dug into it too deeply. Uh the title in this case will be David Lies and we will find it in first Samuel chapter twenty one. We're gonna sneak into twenty two as well just to, to wrap it up when we're finished but first Samuel 21 starting in verse 1
0: All right, first Samuel 21 Then David came lie. David's lie Then came David to Nob to Ahimelech, Ahimelech the priest. And Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, "Why art thou alone and no man with thee?" And David said unto Ahimelech the priest, The king hath commanded me a business, and hath said unto me, Let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee, and what I have commanded thee. And I have appointed my servants to such and such a place.
1: Okay. Um, now, they the in the King James, the my in my servants is supplied, and it would actually have been more accurate without it. I have appointed servants to such and such a place. He's basically saying to to the priest, "I don't have people with me. The king sent me on a special mission, and I'm going to run into my my uh, entourage later at this mm-hmm. other place." That's what he's communicating. Um, but he's lying. He's currently running from running from Saul, um, and he's a little bit panicky right now. And he decided he was going to head over to, we'll see why he's here. Uh, But even the priest immediately felt uncomfortable that something was off. Right? Which is why he asked him these questions. And now David compounds his his misdirection with outright lies. And that's going to create problems.
0: Yes, verse 3. Now, therefore, what is under thine hand? Give me five loaves of bread in mine hand. Or what there is present? And the priest answered David and said, There is no common bread under mine hand, but there is hallowed bread, if the young men have kept themselves at least from women.
1: And David answered the okay. priest,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Before we go far, someone may ask, and we want to be clear, David is accompanied by some servants, some young men. So there are few people with him. He's not alone alone in the sense of one guy. But he doesn't have his normal entourage with him. So when the priest said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? He means, Why don't you have the normal attendance with you? Why don't you have people of rank with you? You're a king you know, you're one of the king's courtiers, you're you're one of the king's soldiers. You should have couple of captains with you, like you should have some ranking people with you, not just like three sidekicks. He has a few people, otherwise it wouldn't make sense for David to be asking for five loaves of bread. Mm -hmm. Right? And it wouldn't, and and the priest wouldn't have said if the young men have kept themselves at least from women. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that commentary tells you that there are more people with him, but when it says, no one, why is no man with the No man of any rank or privilege or authority.
0: Okay. So that's the backdrop. Yeah. All right. Verse 5. And David answered the priest and said unto him, Of a truth, women have been kept from us these three days since I came out, and the vessels of the young men are holy, and the bread is in a manner common. Yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hollowed bread, for there was no bread there but the sh- the show bread, and that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away.
1: Okay. Now, do you remember? Do you remember this whole thing about the bread? The- for hollow bread? Oh, show bread, yeah. It's
0: it's uh, it was not for common people.
1: Right. And it was to be used in the sanctuary, and then what would happen was it was gonna be it was put every Friday evening, and then the next Friday evening it was taken out, a new one was put there, and then when it was taken out the priests could eat it. Right. So he probably had bread that had been taken away, and he's like, Well, the priest can have it and anybody who's not defiled. Mm-hmm. I can at least do that, right?
0: And of course, David said, "Hey, we haven't been with anyone for three days, which I'm expecting mm-hmm. to be the time of cleansing." Um, mm-hmm. And so they were able to do it. Uh, verse seven. We hope
1: we, mm-hmm. we don't have proof that, that yeah. he is in error. With these statements. We hope that that statement is correct. Right. There's no proof. Nothing is going to. Nothing that you read here is going to clarify that one way or the other. So we're hope he's telling right. the truth
0: here and not lying in this yes. instant.
1: Given given everything else we know, yes.
0: Now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day and detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg, a Edomite, the chiefest of the herdmen that belonged to Saul. And David said unto Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand thy hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And unfortunately, this is another lie.
1: Yeah. The, yes, yes, um, it's probably the most true of the lies. <laughs> The king's business against him required haste, so he ran quickly. Yeah, mm. that's true. Mm. But, but his, he is implying that he and the king are aligned. In right.
0: He's doing, doing the lies. king's business at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it. For there is no other save that here, and David said, "There is none like that. Give it to me." I would have been surprised that he can carry around that sword. I would have had to have imagined well, that it was larger than a regular sword.
1: It wasn't. It was a big sword. But remember, years earlier than this, he picks up the sword and kills Goliath with.
0: Well, yeah. Able to
1: step with his head. Yeah. So he's, he can wield it enough. It's probably not the best thing to be carrying a, around by yourself. But um, we'll assume that he's stronger than he was before, having gotten older. He was he was a 17-ish when he went through right. that battle the first time. Right. And here, he's, he's a lot closer to being... Remember, he takes over as king at age 30.
0: Right, so he's in his 20s. So he,
1: he, here. Yeah, he's in his mid to late 20s here.
0: The the peak of male strength. Yeah. Alright, yeah. verse ten, and David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul, and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the mm-hmm. servant of Achish said unto him, Is this not is not this David the king of the land? Did they not mm-hmm. sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? Mm-hmm. And and David laid up these words in his heart And was sore afraid of Achish the king of Gath And he changed his behavior before them And feigned himself mad in their hands And scrambled on the doors of the gate And let his spittle fall down upon his beard Then said Achish unto his servants Lo, ye see the man is mad Wherefore then hath he brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that he have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? Read the next verse. All right. We're going to fold over to chapter 22, verse 1. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him.
1: Okay. Okay. So David is panicking and he's making some interesting decisions. By the way, he's gonna go back to Akish again. Now yes. the name Akish is like the name Pharaoh. It is oh, not clear that it's the same guy each time. Because David is going to go back later, between now and when he you know, at maybe a year or two hence. Upwards of three. Like if, if David David's anywhere between twenty-five and thirty, so anywhere between one and five years from now, David is gonna end up back before Akish, and Akish is gonna have a glowing um uh what did I wanna report? say? He's gonna recommendation report, right? He's going to have an assessment of David that's much that's better. So it's probably a different Akish, but the Bible is unclear about that. Right? seems unlikely would be the same Akish, and we do know that some of these titles for the Philistines and for Egyptians and so forth um, We and we know in the time of, of the Egyptians that the title Abimelech is a title just like a pharaoh right because mm-hmm. there are multiple there's an Abimelech in the time of Abraham and there's an Abimelech in the time of Isaac no they're not the same Abimelech okay so With that said, David is gonna panic again and end up back with with um Abimelech not Abimelech. With Akish for uh about a year, about sixteen months. Okay. Okay. Sixteen months until the death of Saul. So um and and even then he was deceitful, like one of the things this teaches us is that when you're not where you're supposed to be, sinning is easier.
0: So at this right. point, where was he supposed to be? At this point and in he his wasn't escaping to Yeah, there was a couple of he times he actually spent time with the Philistines as well, um, and yeah, there he intent. pulled the wool a- over a- their Aches Aches eyes. He catches up the Philistine. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he he was there now. He's gonna. He ran away from there, and then he went back at a later time when he when he picked up his army. Which, if you were to read the verse five of chapter twenty-two, you'll see that he picked up the army here. Okay. And in fact, let's do that. Let's read read the next four verses because you asked a very important question: Where should he have been? Look at what happened here.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it Well, so we're pointing out his lie. hmm Lies, Ooh.
1: lies. Yes,
0: but not the result of his lies. They come much later, don't they?
1: Um, one of the results comes if we read if we were to read all of twenty-two. So just read to verse five for now. We can always continue this. Um, the rest of this of chapter twenty-two will tell you what some of those lies amounted to but um but to answer your first part of your question about where he should have been just read um through verse five all right
0: Uh, so on verse two and everyone that was in distress and everyone that was in debt and everyone that was discontent discontented gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them and there were with him about 400 men And David went thence to Mizpah of Moab, and he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. Verse 5, And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Harath.
1: Okay, so just to help anyone who's listening, if you've stuck with us this far, David flees from Achish, and he escapes to the cave Adulam, that is in Judah. And when his brethren hear it, they come down to him, and it tells you who came in verse 2 everyone that was in debt, those that were discontented, a lot of people that were frustrated, they came about 400 men, okay? And he goes up from there to Moab with his parents. And he says to the king of Moab, hey, can I uh, leave my parents with you so I know what's going to happen to me back here? Right, protection. Yeah, protection. Because his parents can't be running from cave to cave and from conflict to conflict. He's like, no, this is not going to work. So he takes his parents, because it's a smart move. Saul is after him. Saul is likely to try and hurt people that are near him or leverage those people to get him to come. So he runs now, and he gets his family protected, his parents. And then um, he hangs out in the hold in Mishpah of Moab. And the prophet Gad says to him, don't stay here. Go and get into the land of Judah. So God is telling him, you need to stay in Judah. God doesn't tell him anything about his parents being kept in, in Moab. But he's like, you need to be in Judah. David needed to stay in Judah every time he left Judah from this time forth. He gets himself into trouble temporarily, at least. Mm. Right? It opened him up to saying things that he shouldn't have said because he tried to. He was trying to get to. He wanted to get to the the um, the priest and get what he needed without saying anything. Like he didn't intend to lie there, but he was clearly going to to hold back information. And um. And the king is the priest is like. Mm. This is bugging me. What do you, what's happening? And so then he lied. And the priest helps him. And then he flees from there. And he ends up running to Philistia. Mm-hmm. And they start saying, what do we do? Why is he there? Yeah. Isn't this the guy that did? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. So then he, has, he acts crazy because he is largely by himself here. Remember, he's right, running just a small, a small group. group. Yeah, Small group. So he runs there, and the, and ACUS is like, what are, you, "What are you talking about? This, that, the other." And so off he goes now, and he runs back to a, a cave. And when they hear that he's back, then his whole family comes out, and people who are not content with the way things are going on. And now he now he's acquired five four hundred men, armed men. Yeah, right. Great and that, leaders. And that number's going to get up to six hundred by by the time this is all over. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah, so we have to, you know, even God's people in times of stress have succumbed to telling falsehood and it's going to create a problem. We we should cover that next. It is going to create a problem, a significant problem.
0: All right. We'll hold that as a part two to David's lies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think it's important that we see we don't always get to see the outcome of our lives but um, in this case we do have the history Mm -hmm. all right so this is part one of David's lies would you like to pray us out
1: yes Heavenly Father we want to thank you for your mercy and your goodness to us we want to thank you for uh, these accounts that you have kept here, these records of the faithfulness and unfaithfulness of your people, we recognize that if we are not cautious, if we're not guarded, if we're not trusting in you, that we can end up when things look grim or rough, we can end up operating in ways that are not in harmony with your will. Um, So we're thankful for your faithful record of all of that, and we ask that you'll give us wisdom and strength. We pray this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. So this is part one. If you want to wait for part two, we encourage you to um, just subscribe to True Wisdom on your favorite platform, whichever, however you get your podcast. And if you wanted to go back and look at some of the previous uh, topics that we've taken, that we've actually done, you can go to uh, truewisdom.buzzsprout.com or TrueWisdom.info. And Andrew also has a podcast that uh, he will sometimes cover the same topics and other topics, and that podcast is called...
1: Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. It's found at BibleStudy.ASBZone.com and uh, on, on all the same podcast platforms. <laughs>
0: And don't forget, if you're interested in hearing from us, you can email us at questions at truewisdom.info. Look, just look out for uh, part two. Uh, We thank you for listening, and we pray you will be blessed.